This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Good morning, this is Frida Liu. It's Raise the Game. It's the final Friday of the month where we have Sheila Singer from Human Equation joining us. Uh, today she's joined by Punita Veni Mutusami from Intan and we'll be discussing using NLP tools for training. Right. So obviously you do NLP training, but you also believe that NLP is great as a training tool for trainers, right? That's right. So tell us a little bit more about that and how is that? how is it being used for training? Okay, when I first encountered NLP, it was presented to me as a therapeutic model, which you use in coaching, all the techniques to help people get past their barriers, let go of their baggage and all that. But I began to see that some of these tools could actually be infused into training programs. Mm. And I started doing it even before I became a trainer of NLP. Uh, after doing my practitioner certification, I began to use it when I was doing training programs. Mm. I kind of like incorporated into the conventional you know, principles. Let's say you've got a customer service program. Mm. Uh, I'll put in some NLP tools such as rapport. NLP, yeah, rapport building, uh, the NLP success beliefs, we call them, that, which are the NLP presuppositions, and then topics like cause and effect. Now, some, one of the things that's fundamental in all of my trainings is the theory of cause and effect. Telling people that you need to take control of your outcomes, you need to take control of your states and your emotions when you're working, because really only you are in control. Mm. The minute you let your boss, employer, or customer, or subordinate, or someone out there um, cause you to react in a certain way, you've given away power. Mm. And I also tell people that it doesn't matter what bonus you got, what increment you got, and all that. Um, you decide how you want to be at work, that you're going to work for yourself. You know, So these things really help to break down barriers before you actually start presenting about customer service or conflict management or leadership because people then begin to realize that it's all about them you know, and having that change. So when I started doing that initially, I started getting like really really good reviews mm. from my delegates. They'll say, wow, this training different, I mean, she, mm. uh, you know, I really feel something, you know, mm-hmm. my, my mind has changed and I'm very open now and I'm very inspired now. And I looked at it and I said, hey, there's something to this stuff. So uh, I continued doing it. And then as, as time went along, um, I, as when I came to like trainer level, I was doing higher level programs, you know, leadership, conflict management and all that. I realized that the same principle applied because people are people. It doesn't matter what level you are in in an organization, whether you're the CEO or whether you're entry-level executive, you're still a person. And we need to appeal to that side of you. We need to inspire the person Mm. before we can even begin to impart any principles about how to operate. Mm. We need to connect with the human being as a person, not as a human resource. You know, Frida, I really don't like that word, human resource, human resource management, human resource development. Human beings are not a resource. Mm. You know, human beings are people, and very often they have feelings, emotions, different states. They're custodians and, of resources. That's right, mm. absolutely. And you know, you got to appeal to all of that. So the very word human resource training is just doesn't give you the depth and height. Mm. of the potential of human beings 
to be empowered, to be motivated to go out there and give their best. So I began to see that infusing all of this into my training programs really made a difference. It made a difference to the people who came for the program because even after a two-day program, they would go away and say, wow, that was good, you know, I was really so inspired. And I always look at it and say, okay, you know, training is not always just about the trainer it's not just about the content training is about the people who are there as delegates as participants right it's you connecting with their need to be appreciated to be empowered to be motivated and how do you do that by giving the people a sense of their own worth Hmm. And that's what I was able to do with NLP tools. All right. So, so for you, Veni, uh, tell us a little bit about what you do at Intan, uh, and you know why you decided to go for this training. Okay, thank you. I've been with Intan for the past eleven years now. I basically do training, and uh, I'm in charge of training intern trainers per ah, se. okay. And uh, besides that, I do other trainings for other public sector civil servants. When I went into NLP, the first time when I heard about NLP, I thought it was just another tool that's going to help me accomplish my training in a more effective way. That's all. That is all that I thought it was. But uh, when I went in for the nine days practitioner course, I realized that it was more than that. It was just not a tool for training. It Mm. was a tool for transformation for myself. Right. I needed to get myself transformed even before I begin doing that for others. Right. So that is where um, NLP came in really handy for me. Okay. So you got more than you bargained for. Definitely. You got more than you bargained for, but you've also used it as a tool for your training now. And we'll get the details behind that in just a moment. I'm here with uh, Sheila Singer from Human Equation, together with Punita Veni and Mutusami from Intan. You're listening to Raise a Game, BFM 89.9. This is Raise a Game. Good morning. I'm Frida Liu. Final Friday of the month. Sheila Singer from Human Equation here with me. We're talking about using NLP tools for training. She's joined by Punita Veni Mutusami from Intan. And, you know, earlier on, Veni was saying that she is the train, the trainer. La. She is the trainer behind the train, you know, all the trainees. <laughs> and uh, you you attended the course NLP for training and, you know, you thought this will help you with your training. And it did, but you got more than you bargained for. Right. The story, what did you get out of it? Basically, when I went in, I didn't know how to handle with all these emotions that I had inside. Because once I went through the nine days course and the emotions were cleared, Mm. then I realized I'll be able to reach out to people better. So I had this grief that I was going through after my mother passed on. It actually impacted my relationship around uh, with people and work and all. And I did not know that because I could not give the full that I could... So once that was cleared off, then I realized that I'm able to reach out to people and I'm also able to show my true self. And that really helps in training because people can see the sincerity that you have within you to reach out, to help them. Okay, so there was a grief and you haven't really fully grieved. So what happened when you say they impacted people around you? Give me a story, whether it's dealing with colleagues or dealing with friends and family. Okay, there were some people who really cared about me, who were trying to reach out to me and say, move on. 
I got really angry with them <laughs> because I thought moving on means I would be betraying my mom okay by not grieving for her right I forgot the whole part that you know my mom was this fighter and she had uh, very strong beliefs about herself and what she wanted me to become I forgot all about that and I just succumbed into the grief and allowed the grief to drain me and right. bring me in and I was just angry with the whole world okay so that actually created a lot of barricade and boundaries around me as to where I could explore and go out mm. so it stifled not only my development mm. career wise but my relationships with people okay so once that came down I realized that I do not need to grieve for my mom. Mm. I can still talk and think about it. I think Sheila knows. Yeah. Last time, if I just mentioned the word mom, mom, I would start tearing. The waterfalls. Yeah, the waterfalls will come. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I can't even mention. Okay, her name. Now I can talk about her and think about the happy things and happy moments, and think about all the things that she wanted for me. I was doing exactly opposite to what she wanted me to become. Right. Okay. So NLP helped me. It gave me a kind of I feel so liberated the fact that these emotions are gone, especially the grief. So it's it, how about in terms of working with colleagues? Were you like more less receptive to ideas? Yes. Prior to yes. finding out. Yes. Less receptive to ideas. I was not creative because I didn't care. Mm, I, it just mm. didn't matter to me. It's like my mom is gone. The whole world has ended. So okay. why do I bother to reach out to others? I'm right. having my own pain. Okay. And when I talk about pain, it also showed up in my health. Mm. I had joint pains. Okay. Unexplainable hand sh- uh, shivers, uh, palpitation. Name it. I had it, and I was just in my forties, and I was feeling as if I was sixty years old. I had. What's the connection here with health? Well, um, all repressed emotions, if you repress them and don't find an outlet for them, if you let the baggage pile up inside you emotionally, Uh. it is going to manifest in your health issues. Uh. It's going to bring down your immunity. Well, I'm doing a lot of studying and reading now, uh, Frida, about the impact of your thoughts Mm. and your emotions Mm. on your physiology mm. and the body is very much like a metaphor for whatever is going on inside mm. of you mm. for example Veni said that she was going to join pains and all that the joints are related to the skeletal system mm. which is your metaphor for support right so the minute her, you know her mother died and you know she was feeling bereft of support mm. her one big pillar of strength her anchor her right. anchor was gone so that kind of like translated into a weakness in, in so now the pain's system. gone it's told in fact <laughs> after the nine days it was totally gone. No more shivers. I couldn't even hold a pen and write. Right. I used to shiver. And that will impact work. Oh, definitely. Right? You are just not in the mood to do any work. I didn't even paint my nails because my hands used to tremble that oh, right. much. So I started really, really ignoring myself. Mm. So, you know, I didn't dye my hair for a year. Mm. Because okay. I thought that I have to be a good daughter. I have to grieve. Okay. That's forever and ever. Forever and ever. <laughs> Right. Forgetting the whole part that, you know, my mom... That, you're, that you are still alive. Yeah, I'm still alive and my mom lives right. through me. And Sheila made me realize that you can go on to accomplish whatever that she wanted to do if you stop neglecting yourself. Right. So, so Okay, yeah. so from, from that realization then, how did it impact uh, the training you did after the fact? Okay. The moment that I got rid of all this, like I told you, I was able to reach out to people. People could see that I sincerely wanted to help them. Mm. It was no more about just giving them the information or just giving them the operational part of what they need to do. I actually reached out to them 
and showed them that I'm sincere mm. in helping them becoming a better person. Mm. The moment that happens, then whatever knowledge that we are trying to impart actually has an impact on their productivity. Actually has application. Definitely. Okay. So we saw the results in the fact that my scorings actually went up okay. after NLP. And when we actually interviewed with some of their supervisors, they could see the results of their subordinates who attended these courses mm. in their productivity. Mm. The self-esteem has gone up mm. and they feel more motivated and inspired to do work. Mm. Okay. Uh, anything to add on to that, Sheila? I think a message I might have for trainers out there is that very often we're so focused on delivering the content that we go right in and, you know, just deliver the content, hoping that people will take it back and start using it in their lives. In all my training programs, first half of the first day is usually spent in connecting with people giving them a sense of how powerful they really are, what mm. potential they have in motivating them, in teaching them the power of operating at cause instead of effect, giving them success beliefs, mm. you know, teaching them to see perspectives, other perspectives, so that they understand where other people are coming from, especially in the corporate sector or they're dealing in the service industry and so on. And when people begin to realize how important they really are yeah. and how the changes they make inside are going to impact their right. ability to take on then whatever concepts I'm presenting to them, they get mm. really excited. They're really open to learning. They're in a different state. They're in a different state. They're truly in a learning state. Mm. And then they begin to get excited about the content. And as I say, I always say, uh, Frida, to people, to my clients, human equation is not not an NLP company. Mm -hmm. Human Equation is a company that infuses NLP and timeline therapy skills into its training programs, thereby making those programs more powerful and more impactful in the long run so that people go back, they really are empowered and excited about taking the concepts and applying them mm. because they themselves have sort of felt a transfer, a shift take place within themselves. All right. Uh, thanks for sharing your story, finding out that you know we have barriers. Every time uh, we owe these things, I think it's not going to happen overnight, but mm. this little realization is, oh my goodness, there's all these uh, self-limiting beliefs that we have. Uh, so we've been discussing how you can use NLP tools for training. I've been speaking to Sheila Singer from Human Equation and Punita Veni Mutusami from Intan. Sheila will be back at final Friday of next month. You've been listening to Razy Game, BFM 89.9. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.